we 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 saw the uh, the Beis Yosef. The, the Rosh wanted to prove. The Rosh wanted to prove that. Um, Right, the Rosh wanted to prove from the Lashon, the, uh, I, I, the, the Rosh wanted to prove from the Lashon, since it says, Azal Zovan Law, okay, that, that he went and bought it for her, that he did announce, okay, and the fact that he now um, uh, has to uh, uh, rebuy it, right, Zilzabnamine, so he's going to figure out why. How, how that all that's all going to work? The Rosh basically the Beis Yosef reject that we saw all that. Okay, um, so let's pick it up. I'll just wait for another minute to see if anybody else is coming on. Because we're going to finish this. Oh, okay, um, we're going to pick it up with the Ram. I'm I'm in the Beis Yosef. Um, it's basically the end of what is either termed Yud or Vav. Um, it starts the Harambam Kasa Beperik Aleph. That's where we're picking it up. The Harambam Kasa Beperik Aleph. It's the, la it's the second to the last section in the Beis Yosef on Simon on either Halacha Vav or Yud, depending on what version you have. Uh, but it's Rambam Kasa Beperik Aleph. Pinchas, you have it? You see where we are? Pinchas, you there? Yeah, I got it. I got it. Okay, Yehuda, you there? You have it, Yehuda, where we are? Aramam Kosov of Aleph. Almost. It's, it's towards the end of that whole Beis Yosef section that we've been doing. It's the second to the last of... of um, bolded lines. The Aramam Kosov of Aleph. Okay, where the Ramam is going to say, oh, yeah, yes, I found it. That's the case. Mm -hmm. So, again, that's basically the case of Rav Nachman that the woman gave the, the Ramam writes the scenario that the woman, the guy, the, the Mishalek gives money to the Shliach, the Kona Shalobach Rice, and the Shliach bought it without a price. So, this is considered. And therefore, he did not fulfill the shlichus. The hashliach lokech lokech osa leatzmo shelo baachrayis kemosha osa, meaning the shliach owns it vis-a-vis -vis the seller without achrayis. The choser umochra lemishaleach beachrayis, and then the shliach owns it, but the woman has the right to demand that he sell it to her with achrayis because she gave him the money. Because he used her money. So on the one hand, he owns it. But on the other hand, the woman has a recourse to demand that he deliver her the land with Achrayas. And you remember, we had a whole discussion. What happens if the woman wants her money back? All right, The woman doesn't want this the Shlech's Achrayas. Again, that was a whole discussion in the other Rishonim. Ubeperik Beis, Kasav. So if the shliach informed the buyer or the seller, then I call him the nishlach. If the shliach informed the nishlach that he's there, 
v'nimtza over al das hamishaleach. Even though he made a Kenyan, made a hundred percent Kenyan, but if he violated the instructions, batal hamekach umachzir, then the nishlach is is vulnerable to the deal being canceled if the shliach can prove that he violated the shlichus because he informed this machine informed the nishlach that he's there b'shlichus but if he did it without informing the nishlach that he's a shliach he now owns it because he made a kenyan meaning now the nishlach is out of the picture nishlach is out of the picture and the only uh, litigation is going to be between the shliach and the mishaleh so nira that's the end of the rambam says the base yosef nira lechora shadaito gdas haran Right, that this is this was the this was the Ron's approach. All right, that the scenario of Rav Nachman was stam, and therefore the deal is sealed. It's not a reversible deal. That's what happened in the case of Rav Nachman. Okay, and that's what he meant. Zil zavna mine. This goes back to our Achim Shechalku Gemara, where in the event that the brothers knew that the, that one of the Yorshim sent a Shliach, so then and Batel Hamekach. Right, but that's only when the brothers knew that they're dealing with a shliach. All right, so now in the event that the mekach is kayom, because the shliach did not inform the nishlach that he is a shliach, now what's the what's the recourse between the mishaleach and the shliach? So because of the parak rishon. Because if you're telling me, and this is what Rav Nachman Paskin, that if the shliach has to deliver the land to the woman with achrayas, so what we're really saying is that when the shliach messes up, the and it's not reversible, if the shliach messes up and it's not reversible, so the mishaleach has recourse to the shliach to make the shliach fix it. Has to fix it. In other words, the, the Mishalech can demand that the Shliach fix the mess up. Because of, all of this is precipitated. The only reason that the Mishalech can force the Shliach to fix the mess up is because the shliach used the mishalech's money. But if the shliach would still have the mishalech's money and he used his own money, so then all the shliach has to do is give back the money. Meaning if in the event that the shliach did not use the mishalech's money and the, and the mishalech is demanding that the shliach deliver the shlichus, the shliach can say, I'm very sorry, take your money back and have a good day. But if the shliach used the mishaleach's money, then the shliach can't fob off the mishaleach 
by going to the bank, pulling out money and saying, what happened? You gave me money. Here, take your money back. Because since the shliach bought it with the mishaleach's money, that gives the mishaleach power to demand that the shliach rectify the mesa. That's basically what, what, what the Ram had said. Okay. And the Ramam is going along that, with that. Uvil. What happens though if the shliach bought it, messed it up, it's not reversible, and the mishalech says, excuse me, I don't want your lousy achrayas. You were supposed to give me the seller's achrayas. I don't want your achrayas. All right? Meaning, he, the, 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 the mishalech is saying this is not a sufficient fix of the mess up that you made. See, the Mishalech doesn't have to take the fix because the Mishalech can say, and the consequences of aren't, okay, you got to fix the Ivut, but you didn't do Shlichus. If you didn't do Shlichus, so then we have nothing to talk about. So now here's a big finish. If in the event that the Mishalech has no objective taina, that the Ivut is really causing him a deficiency, it's just you didn't do the Shlichas, but Lemaisa, there's no practical difference to me, then then the Mishalech can be forced to take the, the, the Shlichas, take the Mecca, and, 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 and cannot say, oh, you messed up. In other words, a mess up to invalidate the shlichus requires that there be some objective loss to the mishaleah. Where the shliach's achrayas may not be as good as the, as the seller's achrayas. Then the shliach cannot force the mishaleah to take the deal. And therefore, the Mishaleach can force the Shliach to keep the land and give the Mishaleach money, which is how the Ram learned shot in the Rav Nachman scenario. Right, that the, that the Mishalech can force the Shliach. She'ilu hoita ha'kfiyah le'mishalech. Havulei le'meymar ve'ha'mishalech loke osa. I'm sorry, I got it backwards. I got it backwards. Kozer u'mocher le'mishalech ve'achrayas. Ho'il v'kamra osa v'ma'osa. So who's in the driver's seat here? The Mishalech or the Shliach? So it's mashma she'akfiyah le'shliach. That the Shliach can force the Mishaleach, to take the, take the fix that the Shliach is offering, she, right, and, and that the Mishaleach, but the, and the Mishaleach is not in the driver's seat. <laughs> that, the, that the Shliach wants to just give back the money, and the Mishaleach says, no, 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 I don't want my money back, I want the land, and I want you to give me a Christ, and the Shliach doesn't want to do that. So then, and that would be the case, where the Mishaleach is in the driver's seat.
And the Ran holds that the Shliach cannot force the Mishaleach to take the land and fix it if the fix is not as good as what should have been originally. Okay, so that means that the Mishaleach, I'm sorry, so the Mishaleach is in the driver's seat. The Mishaleach is in the driver's seat. As long as there's some objective deficiency to what the Shliach is going to deliver. He's being negated from the following Lasha, that the Mishaleach is in the driver's seat. What does that sound like? Who's in the driver's seat? Listen to the words. So mashma means we're forcing the shliach to do what the mishalech is demanding. That it's the mishalech in the driver's seat. Why? Meaning, we're forcing the Mishaleach to accept what the Shliach is demand, is, wants to do, because the Shliach wants to deliver the land and keep Achrayas. He doesn't want to give back the money. He wants to deliver the land and take Achrayas. And the Mishaleach doesn't want that. Well, if the Shliach could force that, then it should have said, the Hamishaleach lokeach osa, the Mishaleach is forced to take it in the event that the Shliach is Mechabal Achrayas. So you see that it's the Mishaleach who's in the driver's seat because we're gonna because the Mishaleach is forcing the Shliach to give the land and take Achrayas. But if the Mishaleach doesn't want that, the Mishaleach says, excuse me, I don't want your lousy Achrayas, then according to the Rambam, certainly according to the Ran, and the, and the Beit Yosef is being medayik, that according to the Rambam also, then the Mishaleach can force the Shliach to return the money because the Shliach used the Mishaleach's money. Okay, that's basically what we've got in the case of that little three-line Gomorra, which opened up the door because it was such an ambiguous scenario. This is an example, um, and um, it, it's an interesting. So what is all, the Machlokas Rishonim is based on how to learn Pshat in the very ambiguous scenario of Rav Nachman. So what are they basing it on? What are the Rishonim basing their Machlokas on? The scenario was ambiguous. And what are they basing their, what are the, what are the Rishonim basing their, their, their different ways of understanding the scenario of Rav Nachman? It's ambiguous. What, what are well, they basing? Well, just like in any other scenario, just like in any other typical predicament like this, they the tools that they have are other Gemara from which they can draw conclusions. But they're not, no, they're not bringing, none of the Rishonim are bringing rise from other Gemara's. Well, well, there was the there was the there was the Gemara in uh, in, uh, in, in base. Well, no, that Gemara is very clear. That Gemara is very clear. I know, but but yeah, they draw analysis. from that. Wait, they draw wait. from that some certain a certain basis know. of interpretation based upon that Gemara. But wait, wait, everybody, everybody has to agree on the Gemara in in, in Kedushin. I didn't say that they wouldn't. When the excuse me, when the Shliach announces, "I'm here b'shlichus," and he messes up. The Gemara is unequivocal, according to Rafa, and the Rishonim can't argue on Rafa. They're not arguing. No one's arguing on Rafa that if the Shliach announces that he's a Shliach and he messes up, the the, the Shlichus is off. So none of the Rishonim can argue on that. I'm not saying they're arguing on. You you asked what tools do they have? What tools did they have to use? And I'm saying they they can draw conclusions from other Gemaras. They can use their own Svara. They wait, can wait, wait. see what, what logically works and what doesn't logically and, work. And what are they doing here? What are they doing? You saw the you saw all the Risha, you saw the radical 
three or four, there's two major differences in, in how they interpret the scenario of Rav Nachman. The Shleich announced or the Shleich didn't announce. And then even within that, there are a couple of different nuances. On what basis are they creating such a, so how, on what basis are they imputing to Rav Nachman something that the Gemara doesn't say what Rav Nachman did? You're on the right track, Tim, because I want to sharpen what you're saying. Well, well, I mean, there, there, there are each. They, they're trying to make certain diyukim, like what said, like when it says uh, 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 zavan la. So one of them, some of them wanted to say from that word la means that they did make a representation they were buying for her, which isn't uh, it isn't a uh, wild diuk, but uh, on the other hand, it's not an ironclad diuk either. But also, the, that was only a, that was not the Iker. The Iker was they went back from the psak. The fact that Rav Nachman told him you got to do this and that—that's right. probably what happened. Anyway, what's my? I want to make my the point I want to make here is something that Ramosh Shapiro pointed out to us many many years ago. He had it. He said it more than once. We have Bava Kama. We have Bava Metzia. We have Bava Basra. These are all Dine Momenis. If you look through Bava Kama. A significant part of Baba Kama are halachas built on psukim. Baba Basra is just the opposite. Exactly. The Baba Basra, Baba Basra is, there is a phrase in Baba Basra that appears more times in Baba Basra than it does in all of Shas. Hau Gavra? Yeah, Hau Gavra, exactly. Hau Gavra. There were stories, these things happened. And based on the case that comes to the Amorayim, they, with their logic, decided how it should be. So it's very much built on svara, based on um, what Pinchas, you'll tell me the, the thing where, where the lawyers have, where the judges use, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Where, you know, they pass in other cases. Um, precedent? Precedent, that's the word I'm looking for. Baba Basra seems to, to the, the legislation in the Rishonim comes from the precedents set by the Amorayim in Baba Basra based on precedent. Based, this was the case, and this is how they paskin, and that therefore became the halacha. That's the extreme opposite of Baba Kama, where if there's any machlokas, it's a machlokas in how to interpret the psukim. And Baba Metziah is right in the middle, right? There's Ilcha Shomrim, which most of it is psukim, but there's other Socher Hasa'umnin, in other words, Baba Metziah is, a, is, a, is right in the middle between the Baba Kama Psukim and the Baba Basra's Ahu Gavras. Anyway, so this is clearly a case of Ahu Gavra. This was a case. It came through of Nachman. And the Gemara is, is very ambiguous. So the Rishonim now have the right to go in with how they understand it. Really what the Rishonim are doing is they're applying their understanding of their sense of equitability, of fairness, what should be. Because Rav Nachman, because the scenario was so ambiguous, and that's how we could have such a wide machlokas rishonim on what happened. Because really, what they're saying is they're going to interpret what happened so that it conforms to how they understand the halacha should be in these situations. That's an interesting point to see. But this is how, that's why I wanted to go in to this little three-line Gomorrah, which is so ambiguous. The real machlokas is what happened. If you look carefully in the Rishonim, the real machlokas starts with what happened. The Shliach announced or the Shliach didn't announce? Yeah. But the The Shliach used the Mishalech's money. And Rav Nachman is saying, well, you got to deliver the land with your achrayas. So that's it. But it all starts with, well, did he announce or he didn't announce? 
And then you can say, well, what does the Mishalech want? The Mishalech wants money back or not, right? And, and the Shalech wants to deliver money back or the Shalech doesn't want to deliver money back. All of that is ambiguous. But what do you want to say, David? But the Rishim do not argue in the actual din, meaning that, listen. Of course they do. How okay. can you say they don't argue in the din? If you're arguing on the scenario, then you're, of course you're arguing on the din. What, I, what, I'm, what I'm saying is that the Ran could say, listen, if the case is the way you think the case is, I agree with you. But I don't think that's the case that's going on. And of that's course. why. So that, of course. So, that, so we're arguing. Not we're just, arguing. are they arguing on the case and in the outcome of a particular case? Or they actually agree that if... I'm sorry, you're making an artificial dichotomy. You're making an artificial dichotomy. They are okay. saying in this scenario, this is what I hold. Because obviously in a different scenario, I hold differently. Right, but the different so scenario would agree... Imposing, listen, therefore they are imposing on Rav Nachman's, on this Gemara, the scenario that they think leads to the outcome of Rav Nachman. But if it were the scenario would be different, Rav Nachman would have had to say different. And that's exactly the Machlokas. The Machlokas is whether in scenario X, Rav Nachman could say what he said, but in scenario Y, he could never say it. Or no, 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 in scenario Y, he is saying what he said. But in scenario X, he could never say it. That's the whole Machlokas. That's the whole Machlokas. Okay. Um, all right, here's what I want to do now. Um, is... All right, I really, we, the, the rest of this simon are gemars that we saw, and I don't want to really go into it in detail, but it had to do with various minor mess-ups that the shliach does. Let's just run through it very quickly, um, because I then want to, because then what we're going to have to do when we get to Kupe Gimel is see a gemar. I'm not sure how many of you have a gemar kedushin available. I, I've got one. I, I have one. All right, good. So we're going to need to see a Gemara Kedushin. But let's just run through quickly. I just want to finish this simon just to remind ourselves of all the Gemaras that we saw uh, on the Tour of Paskins, then without going into the Beis Yosef. Okay, so where are we going to pick it up? Oh, uh, no. Right, okay. We're going to pick it up with either Ches or Yud Gimel. I'm not sure, whatever whatever number you have. It's either Ches or Yud Gimel. Amar l'shliach. You'll remember these are the these are these were gemaras that we saw explicitly. These gemaras in Ksubis. These were the gemaras in Ksubis. Amar l'shliach mechor lis misavai beisa. All right, sell an acre. Umochalo beisa time, and he went and he sold two acres. So hasa amimenu mechor benu yacholomer harei over al devara veinkan mecher kla. Meaning, what happened is Reuven tells Shimon sell sell an acre of land. Shimon went and he sold to Levi two acres. So obviously the second acre, Levi doesn't own. The question is, can Ruvay now invalidate even one acre and call the whole deal off? Or do we say, no, one acre he sold. And that was the shlichus. Even though he sold two acres, the only thing the, the Mishalech can invalidate is the second acre. Or no, once the shlich violated the shlichus, because he sold two acres, the Mishalech has the right, if he wants to, to call off the whole deal. So the halacha is, Amr al-Shlich, Okay, so the 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 cannot invalidate the whole sale. But certainly the buyer can say, excuse me, I'm not going to end up with one acre. I bought two acres. If I can't get two acres, the whole deal is off. 
So the, the buyer who bought two acres, but one of them he's not going to get to keep, that he has the right to call off the whole deal. But if he wants to keep one acre, he could. Again, a, 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 a reasonable scenario would be that the, that, the, that the seller said, sell an acre, okay? And a, a, an acre costs $100,000. And he went and he sold two acres for $200,000. And then the price jumped up. All right? By the time everything got settled and figured out that he did something wrong, an acre is worth $120,000. So obviously the seller wants to call off the whole deal. And his argument is, hey, I told you to sell an acre. You sold two acres. Deal off. So we say, no, he can't do that. Okay. He can only invalidate one acre, but the other acre, as long as the buyer wants it, the buyer can hold it. But we could see the opposite scenario where the price dropped. All right. And the seller now said, the buyer says, I'm very sorry. I don't want one acre. I only want two acres or even for no reason. He doesn't, he doesn't want a small piece of land. So the seller has no recourse to the first acre that was sold to Shlichus, but the buyer certainly does. Next. Sell two acres. And he only sold one out of the two acres. He sold both acres, but he sold it to Shnai, but he sold it to two different people. Okay? So what's the implication when he says, sell me two, two, two acres? Hareza over al That is considered a violation of the Shlichus. Remember, that was a whole discussion in the Gemara, how to treat this. So here we get to the Gemara that says the, the, the justification of the seller to call off the shlichus is because he wanted only one star circulating and the seller sold it to two people two different times with two shtaros. But if he was able to sell it to two different people, there was only one document. So according to the Gemara, the whole taina is I didn't want so many stars circulating. Even if the instruction would have been explicit, sell it to one person, you can't nail, you can't invalidate the shlichus because he sold it to two people as long as there was only one star. And that's for sure if he sold it, just sell it. But even when he said, said sell it to one person, but he sold it to two people in one star, that's equivalent to selling it to one person says the tour. Not everybody's going to agree with that. But if he said, sell it to one and not to two, so then remember we saw this whole issue here, exactly how much it goes. If he just said, sell it, he didn't say. So even if he sold it to two people, and even to Shtaros, we say there's no Kapeva. He didn't pass him between the Rif and the Rav Hai. Meaning the whole deal is wrong. But if he did, according to the Rambam, if he didn't say sell, um, I'm sorry, but according to the Rambam, if he didn't say um, sell the sell the field, and he doesn't say how many people to sell it to, so then he, as, it doesn't matter how many people sold. It to. The Rambam doesn't 
Again, the, these are these were the different approaches in the Gemara. How to live in the Gemara. Now we'll now we'll reverse it in the other direction. Also, shliach liknoslo sadeh v'yomer hamolcher lishliach. I'm sorry, I don't want to do this. We're going to skip this one. This was no. This will skip because we didn't really go into that anymore. Okay, so let's open up now. I want to see a Gemara in Kedushin. Okay, so the Gemara in Kedushin is Dafnun Tes Amud Aleph. Again, you know what? I, I'll tell you what. Let's see. Let's see the subject. Let's see the topic first. Let's just see the topic in the tour. You'll understand how this is very relevant. This is this can this can be a very relevant case. Okay, so let's let's see the tour first. Then we'll go to see the Gomorrah in introduction. Hano Saint Mos. I'm in the beginning of Kuf Pei Gimel. Okay, everybody. Kuf Pei. Kuf Pei Gimel. The next simon. We'll go right to the next simon. Okay. All right. Kuf Pei Gimel. Hano Saint Mos Lishulcho Liknos Los Chora. You do All right. I I sent the shliach to buy me a product, and I gave him money. And low luck, and he didn't buy it. That's the first step. He didn't buy it. He comes back two days later. Here's your money back. I didn't buy what you told me to buy. Well, now the Mishalek could be very upset because during those two days, it's very possible the price went up. It's very possible he needs the product. So is there any recourse for a shliach who accepted shlichus and then did not do the shlichus? Says the tour, ain lo tarut. Meaning, now you got to be medayik here. We we spoke about this a long, long time ago. Tarumos is something that is there's there's substance to tarumos, and you can't have tarumos on somebody just because he didn't like what he did. Tarumos is a halachic construct. So the default here was well, listen to the language. So what was the default? What was the default? That he, that, that he has more than Tarumos. More than Tarumos. What do you want to say, Pinchas? That he has more than Tarumos. That's the Lasha. Right. So the default clearly, the, the default clearly is that if he can demonstrate some damage or the price change or something, maybe he has recourse against the shliach who didn't do the shlichas. So the chiddush is no, he only has tarumos. The default was he might have more than tarumos. He only has tarumos. Okay. But look, but now here, now look at the next step. And remember, what are we talking about? Did the shliach get the did the mashal give him money or not? Doesn't say. Sure, it does. No saying most. Ah, I know some. I know some most. Yeah, yeah. No saying most. The shlucho liknos los chora yedua the lo laka ain lo avdela tarumos. But in the same scenario, laka hashliach leatzmo. Masha asa asur. The shliach owns it. Ela nikra ramai. Why ramai? He's a ganav. Wait! Oh! 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 Wait! Wait! Get good question. Good question. Again, right now I'm showing what the tour says. You ask the question, why is he all, why is he only a Rama? Why isn't he a Ganav? A Gazla, okay? But you see that it's certainly worse than Tarumos. Certainly worse than Tarumos. Okay. Aval in a mocher eno misratzel mocher le 
But when the shliach comes to the mocher and he tells, remember, shliach's supposed to announce that he's a shliach. Right? And he says, listen, right, I'm a shliach for Ruve. And the mocher says, Ruve, ain't no way I'm ever selling anything to Ruve. So then, then he could buy it for himself. And he's not a Rama. He's allowed to buy it for himself. If anyway, the Mishaleach, anyway, the, the, the seller is not going to sell to the Shliach for the Mishaleach. But it's inappropriate if he buys it without first telling the Mishaleach, listen, you should know, I got your money. I'm going to, and the Mishaleach, well, the Shliach will not, the buyer, the seller won't sell to me. I'm going to use your money to buy it for me. And obviously I'm going to give you back your money. But if the shliach is afraid, wait a minute, I came to buy it for the mishaleh. And the seller is saying, ain't no way I'm selling to the shliach, to the mishaleh, I'll sell to you. And the shliach says, wait a minute, if I have to spend time going back to tell the mishaleh what's happening and then come back to buy it, it could be that it ain't going to be left anymore. So then ain't sarklodi. And this is what we're going to see the Gemara. Okay, this is what we're going to see the Gemara. Okay. Um, let's see one more halacha. Right. Yeah, one more halacha. Kosovar Ramba. And then we'll, then we'll go and see the Gemara. Kosovar Ramba. Horu mixas hamorim. This is all the lotion of the Ramba. This is Mamish out of the Ramba. Horu mixas hamorim. There were poskim who, who paskined. Sheim konala atzmo bimaos chavero. That sounds like our case, but there's one added element. So what does mean? So what he says is, the Mishalech gave Ruben money, gave him $1,000. And what the Mishalech, or what the Shlech did before he used that $1,000 is he turned the $1,000 that he has, which is basically a picadon, he unilaterally turned it into a mill of it. And he says, I owe you $1,000, and I'm taking that $1,000 as a mill of it. That's called Zakvaralov the mill of it. So now when the, when the Shliach uses that $1,000, whose $1,000 is he using? His own or the Mishaleach's? His own. Now he's using his own money. So then Hareze Kanala Atzmo, then he owns it. No, no, no ifs, ands, or buts. He's not a Rama, nothing. He owns it. And he's believed to say, remember, he wants, he doesn't want to, he, he wants to turn it into, he wants to say, I bought it with my money. Because if he didn't buy it with his money, he's a Rama. So he doesn't have any aid. It's not like he called together a Bezdin or he put an ad in the paper saying, I'm turning this into a Milva. He walks back after he bought it. And he says, you should know, before I bought it, I turned it into a mill. So says the Morim, Continues the Rambam. Remember, this is all Lashon HaRambam. That if he used the if he used the Mishaleach's money, so then the Mishaleach owns it. Because because the Rabbam is saying the Shalich cannot unilaterally turn a Picard into a Milva. Or maybe he's not believed. Or maybe he's not believed. So that's that again. Now, okay, now we got we got a Gomorrah, we got a we're gonna see all of the discussion. Okay. 
There's a big Magad Mishnah. There's a ma- not a big. There's a Riva. There's a Magad Mishnah. We're going to see all of this. Okay. So this is where we're leaving it for today in the tour. Let's quickly have a look at the Gemara in Kedushin. The Gemara in Kedushin is Daf Nun Tes Amud Aleph. Okay. If you all have you say you guys have you say you have Gemara Kedushin. So let's have a look at Nun Tes Amud Aleph. Yeah. Okay. Nun test or you Nun test Amud Aleph. Let me find it on the page. You know what? It, it's probably Gadai. We're already here. Let's spend another couple. Let, let's get into this. Let's get in. I could, we could uh, uh, parachute into this Gomorrah, but it's probably Kedai to just see the Mishnah Anun Chesamud Beis. Nun Chesamud Aleph? We need Nun Chesamud Aleph, but I just want to see a couple of lines um, in, on, on, in the Mishnah Anun Chesamud Beis. Okay. Okay. Uh, Robert Kuhnsky, by the way, I'm, I'm going to have to ask Michiel. I'm going to have to bow out in a few minutes because I didn't dive in Mincha, so. Okay, the same. I have to leave a little early. Okay, so let's quit. All right. Ha'omer l'chavera, Mishnah. Ha'omer l'chavera, tzebe kadesh le'isha plonis. All right, so Ruben makes Shimon a shliach to, to marry Sarah. The halach and Shimon went, the kitchel atzmo, and he married her for himself. What's the din? Mikudesh l'sheni. Okay, so says that that's all we need for now, okay? Says the Gemara. Are you ever, I'm in the Gemara right after the Mishnah. So she's married to Shimon, for sure. But Shimon's a Ramai. This is, you'll see, this is one of the sources for our Gemara. The Tana didan halach nami, the Tana halach beramos. He didn't appoint him explicitly a shliach. So he didn't Okay, so again, we have this idea that it works, but you're a Rama. Now we're going to skip down to, um, okay, skip down now a few lines. Ravin Chizda, Ozal, I'm sorry, no, that's not what I want. Right. But Kedushin, but you can't have, say, the Ghana for a Gosling. It's not, it's not property. It's, it's, it's... No, but I could say that it doesn't work. Again, I don't want to go into the condition because we, we're going to be in Dini moments. Right. Okay? Rabba Bar Bar Chana. It's about a third of the way down the page. It's at the end of the line. Rabba Bar Bar Chana, Yoyble Zuze Lerav. You see where we are? Yeah. The first word on the line is Asa. The last word on the line is Bar. <laughs> okay. Everybody see where we are. Rabba Bar Bar Chana. Yes. Yahev Lei Zuzei Lerav. Omar Zavna Neholi Lahayara. All right. He gave money to, he gave money to Rab. And he said, buy the piece of land for me. 
And Rav went and he bought the land for himself. I So what Rav is gonna be of Rama? Well, how did Rav do such a thing? That's that's the Pashas of the Gemorskat. Okay. How could Rav do such a thing? Answers the Gemora, I'm sorry, Ba'agma de'alimi. Says Rashi, what's Ba'agma de'alimi? Says Rashi. It's, up on, uh, it's a little bit up. Bika This was a closed community. This was a, this was a, a, a community of gangsters or of really tough people. They, they, it's a closed community. They don't let people. This, you know, maybe it, it wasn't a question of, of gangsters. It was a question of very high-powered, very exclusive people. They don't let everybody into their community. So therefore, they were not ready to sell to um, they were not ready to sell to Rabba Barbarchana, but they were ready to sell to Rav. So therefore, Rav bought it for himself because anyway, they weren't going to sell it to Rabba Barbarchana. So that's why he's not a Rama. I'm sorry. Right? Right? One second, where's the Bach there? Right, yeah. Okay, so Frank the Gemara, Have la Rav, Nahage Bay. I'm sorry, this is all a continuation. I'm sorry. Be'aga de Alime, Have. Le Rav, it's a continuation. I'm sorry. Be'aga de Alime, Have. It was a community of very selective people. Le Rav, take out the word Le. Le Rav, Nahagi Bay Kova. They were ready to accord Kova to Rav, meaning they would let Rav into the community. Le Rava Barbachana, Lo Nahagi Bay Kovod. They weren't ready to let Rabba Barbarchana into the community. Okay, but before Rav bought it for himself, he should have gone back at least to inform Rabba Barbarchana that he's not going to be able to buy for him. He's got to buy for himself. Answers the Gemara, Sabar, also in his law. Rav was afraid. That says Rashi. Umakshina. Everybody see where the Rashi is. Okay, I'm sorry. So, um, yeah. Umakshina ni boy lele oduye lahotzi atzmo min aminigramos. I'm sorry, that's on the previous gemara. Ba'aga de'alime bikas shel balis roa ha'isav lo yanichu lahol adam liknos karka etzlam. And therefore, the gemara says, "I Rav should have told him." And the answer is, he Rav was afraid that he wasn't going to have time. So this is going to be. This is the basis. For our, this is the basis for our Gemara, for our for Halacha. You know what? Instead of getting back into the tour now, the last few minutes, the, the next Gemara happens to be a very important Gemara in, in the Musra. I think we once saw this Gemara when we were doing the sugyas of Ve'asisha uh, Yashar Vatov and Lufni Mishur Sadin. But since it flows right here from there, it's good I were here already. Let's just see it again to remind ourselves. Um, Rav Gidl havi mahapit behai ara. Rav Gidl was negotiating to buy a piece of land. Also, Rabbi Abba Zavno. And Rabbi Abba went and he bought it. So, also, Rav Gidl kapleila Rabbi Zera. 
Rav Gidl went to complain to Rabbi Zera about what Rav Gidl did. Also, Rabbi Zera v'kabla l'Rav Yitzchak who was the God of Ador. So Omar Leit, so Rav Yitzchak Nafa said, Hamtein ha'she'ele etzleinu l'rego. So he's going to come on, on Ali l'rego. I'll have a word with him. What's the din of an aniam hapech meaning a poor person is standing around at the bakery waiting till the end of the day to get the leftover cake? And right, and a different ani comes and scoops it up and gets to it and gets it before the other ani actually got it. What's the din? That's exactly the aniam hapech when an ani is, has his eyes set on something and another person swoops in to take it, he's a Russia. He, he's not a Gazla because the, ani, the first ani didn't make a Kenyan in it, but he's a Russia. So then says Rav Gidl to, so, so, so then says, um, says Rav Gidl to, I'm sorry, says, uh, says Rav Nafcha to Rav Gidl, Elamar, my time of So why did you do that? Why did, I'm sorry, he said it to, um, uh, I'm sorry, he said it to, um, to Rav Yapa. So why did you do that? Rabbi Gidl was, was negotiating to buy it. You, you looks like you were an ani amahapech b'charara. You were the bar. It says, I didn't realize that Rabbi Gidl wanted to buy it. Okay. So hashdenami nesvehahale. Okay. So sell it to him. I, I, I don't want to sell it. Why? This is the first piece of land I ever bought. It's not a good simon to sell the first land that you bought. If he wants to take it, I'm ready to give it to him. But Rav Yidl refused to take it. So Rav Yidl wouldn't go into the land because he didn't want to take a matana. And Rabbi Abba wouldn't go into the land because it was Rabbi Gidl was Mahapech and he didn't want to be called a Rosh. Lo mar nochislo, lo mar nochislo, umitak umitkarya aradirabbanah. That this was the uh, the 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 aradirabbanah. See Rashi quickly. Okay, Mahapech beahi ara, mechazer aleliknosa. Rabbi Gidl was trying to buy the land, and and um, right, and Rabbi Abba bought it. So kable, kabal, kabal means to complain. Kabal ale, siper divrei tzaka. So Rabbi Zera, he, he complained, he, he told his complaint to Rabbi Zera. So he said, wait till he comes l'regel, kishe dorshin b'hilchas ha-regel, hayu makabalim p'nei arav. And I know that, that Rabbi Abba is going to come to see me. And then he asked him, what does that mean? So it's hefker. And the Ani is trying to get it. Oh, she had bala buy it, or that the baker should give it to him. And somebody else comes, Nikra Rasha. So why did you do it? I didn't know Okay. I so sell it to him. I don't want to sell Zuhili. This is my first land purchase. Zuhili Rishona, Shalakahti me olam. And it's Lomis Amna Milsa, ain't a cemento. Shim Koram, Mechho Arisha. All right, so Rav Gidl didn't want to go in because he didn't want to take a present. Rabbi Abba didn't want to go in because it was only Amhacha Becharara. Nobody went there, and it was Nifka, Nikra, Aradirabon, and Hefker Le Talmidim.
Okay. So again, this is a, an amazing lesson of um, of lifting Mishura Satim. All right. Um, yeah. Okay. And there's an interesting tosas here on the Aniyam Abed Becharara. What we're going to say, but it's not really our sugya. Our, our sugya is the 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 failure to tell the to, the failure to execute the shlichus um, under certain circumstances. Okay. So on Wednesday we will pick up the uh, the the, the show safe. When's Sunday? What? Not Sunday. I'm I'm sorry. Today's Wednesday. I mix up today's today's Wednesday. So on Sunday. Okay. Okay. Call right. to everybody. Call to. Okay.